0: Hey, this is Jim Litke, host of AP Sports Weekly, where we harness the shoe leather,
1: insight, and experience of some of the smartest reporters in the business to bring you the news. I've been an AP Sports columnist since 1989 and covered every major championship around the globe multiple times and crossed paths with some of the greatest athletes of our time. And now I'm excited to bring you a weekly recap of the most interesting happenings in sports. So make sure to download new episodes of AP Sports Weekly every Tuesday on PodcastOneSports.com, the new Podcast One app, And Apple Podcasts.
0: Okay, are you guys ready to meet my friend Dr. Drew? (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Rose City Zone, board certified physician, addiction medicine specialist, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Drew Pinsky. It's a, it's a good color. Said for you said
2: stage left, Gary. I get this right? Got it. Thank you for that delicate uh, narrative. Uh, just so, so touching. Way, way to warm people up. You're a up. doctor. You've seen a pussy like that. <laughs> right? After just saying that men don't care about that, I think several of. I almost wanted to get a vaginoplasty after your right. conversation, so relax. Alright, so welcome everybody. We appreciate you being here. Uh, thank you for supporting the show. Those of you who are here because of KBC, we appreciate it very, very much. Uh, and we are going to... One of the things we're going to do tonight, amongst other things, is sort of give a little bit of a recreation of Loveline. Emily Morris is here. Sex with Emily. <laughs> That's right. So I'm Looking good, me. by the way. Always. Looking great. She'll be here in just a second. Uh, I'm going to ask her out here to... Uh, and we'd love to be able to kind of interact, ask questions, do it the old-fashioned uh, Loveline-esque way. Uh, you Alright. Me? Oh, yeah. it was good. up was good. <laughs> Living a dream. Okay, good. Um, and, and, you know, we were, we were sort of, Emily and I had dinner together. We were talking about all the things that are bothering us. Uh, and there's a lot on our mind. What kind of things are on your guys' mind right now? I mean, is the sexual harassment bugging you? Is, let's let's stay a little bit away from politics if we can. Uh,
0: but that it's, it's, a, it's, it's crazy how that's bled into politics. I understand that. I get it. But politics I mean, has become a very, almost a social media. You know, like it's... I, I, not a social media. It's become a, almost a social medium in that we all, because we all have a, a Twitter account, we all yeah. kind of have 24-hour news cycles, it's become a part of our lives in the same way that the actual politicians has become uh, part of theirs. Oh, yes.
2: It also just occurred to me that, do you know Mike did literally grow up in San Marino, right? Yeah. It literally. Yeah. And literally would do meth at McMurphy's. <laughs> and uh, what was the one at the end of the place? Jake's? Here? Is that what... No, no. The, end of the road. The 35er? Oh, th- is there any bars you missed? <laughs> is
0: there any... No. No. Are you fucking kidding me? So, so I could give you a, a, a horrifying story at each and every old school and new school bar in, in right. Pasadena. Like okay. some just...
2: Really? You did that? And, and, and Mike now is how many years sober? 15. 15 years sober. That's a pretty big deal. It's, uh, that, is not, that is no minor deal. Especially given, given you went in pretty hard.
0: Yeah, but you know, people are always like, yeah, you went so hard and you got, a, you got sober so young. I, I think about that all the time. It's a blessing. Yeah. I, can't, I, I had no other choice. Mm-hmm. I was an utter pile of shit with no money, no job, no prospect of any type of – any semblance of a, a happy or fulfilling life. If I was 50 with a couple of dollars in the bank – It might have dragged Who on. knew how long I would have rode that? Yeah. You know, that little – You would have been one
2: of the guys you used to get drugs from.
0: No, I, I listen. Here's the thing blow if you have some money, and, and you know, weed oftentimes before it became legal uh, everywhere. Um, you, you, can, you can surround yourself with some not so unsavory people. When you're dealing with meth, it's You go, I wasn't there, wasn't people like me. Yeah, it was like like neo Nazis and well, fucking if you,
2: if you mind, Uber them. Jack dudes. I, I don't know if you've told this story on this stage, vampire tattoos. the guy with the cat. Let's tell oh, a story real quick. Yeah. Yeah, tell a story real quick. So, uh... This is like yeah. an episode of Breaking Bad, what he's about to tell you. I, well, I kid you not. You know, it's not... It's, you know, I, I, I imagine those Mexican guys dragging themselves without their legs through the desert. That's, I, that's would have, like, I would have
0: killed to see those guys because what I was exposed to was way worse. Yeah, there we go. Um, well, my friend and I were going to hook up, but with the guy we were going to get meth from, he, he wasn't available, so he was going to give us the number to the guy he got it from. Turns out he's way out in Apple Valley. We didn't give a shit. So we drive to Apple Valley. We get there and it is like out of Breaking Bad. It's like this shack in the middle of the high desert. And there's just like tumbleweeds and shit. And there's one giant jacked dude in a wife beater. And we're like, this has to be the place. And I mean fucking Diesel. <laughs> and he's just like, who, who are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm Mike. And we're here to see Vamp, you know. And we just know his name's Vamp. We don't it's like that's like a gang nickname or some shit. Yeah. So the guy goes inside, and out comes this eleven foot tall, skinny as a rail, super white vampire-looking dude. Hence the name Vamp.
2: Vampire. Yes. Thanks, George, for vampire. Thanks, Drew. Yeah. Just in case, <laughs> Medical anybody school paying off. Well done. So
0: we go into this guy's shithole, and we sit down at a table. So you know, my friends here. And he's way more manly than I am. I was fucking already so scared, shivering and shit. And vamp goes in, and, and it, 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 we were in the kitchen, and it was in complete disarray. I mean, just shit all over the place. What? And food. Yeah. A tidy household. <laughs> well, sharp. no, it, it's kind of crazy because, like, I used to clean up like like a madman,
2: and same with all, most of my friends. You we do be... until it goes the other way, right, right? Yeah, and then you start taking apart the televisions. And...
0: Frankly, I don't know if this guy even smoked meth. He was just making it and uh, selling it. So. Uh... Uh, his physique led me to believe that he did. Anyway, so he's sitting across the table for us. He's like, so you, you, you guys know blah, blah, blah? And we're like, yeah, I know. I mean, he gave us your number. And we're talking and chit-chatting. He's like, how much do you want? And we're getting going. So I'm starting to relax, relax a little bit. And over in the corner over here is a cat. And it is eating out of a... One of those, like, personal bags of Chips Ahoy. They come, you get them at, like... like Like Price Club or Costco where it's like a bunch of little bags you would buy, you know? And one of them is half open and the cat's fucking eating it, right? And we're sitting there and from out under the table he goes, boom! And shoots the fucking cat (laughs) with a gun. a, A fucking firearm that he had underneath the table and I don't know if you've ever heard a gunshot go off indoors, especially when you don't know it's coming. It was fucking terrifying. And all of my all of my defenses, all of the posturing I was trying to create to make myself seem not like the biggest pussy on the planet goes right out the door. <laughs> My friend's like, hey, kick back, man, kick back. You watch. We're gonna die. Yeah. And I we fucking bought meth and drove home. I get I get back in the car. Get back in the car. I remember this guy had a my friend had a nineties Volvo, but it was manual. I don't know where the fuck he got this weird car. And so he's driving and we got back in and I looked over and uh, and I was like, what the fuck? Is going on. And he's like, Yeah, but that looked like really good shit. And I was like, Yeah, I know, I know. And that's it. It's the end of it. That was the oh, end of it. Crazy. If that happened to me now, it would just be the end of my life. I'd have yeah. to go to therapy every day. Forever. I said,
2: "But you're in your disease, it's like, yeah, I was oh, like, oh, You're right. Good point. Yeah, I was man. like, I look classy. <laughs> yeah. So, the Volvo reminds me of Adam a Grohl's story about his buddy, who, uh, his barber, who sold his Bobo for a sob. <laughs> a Jew? No, <laughs> I sell my
0: bobo I have to sell my bobo for a sub.
2: and Adam's like you can make both sounds but say save- bobo I, I have the Volvo. conversations with my grandmother <laughs> like how on earth
0: how, how on earth can you say like I can't think of words that she says with a J but like like she'll ha- like how could you okay, she says yamba juice. I'm like, how is jamba yamba but juice is juice? How the fuck is that even? Yeah, going to Yamba juice. And I said, how can it be Yamba juice? It doesn't it's not even fucking realistic. I mean
2: would be consistent. Next we're gonna bring up our friend Emily Morris from Sex with Emily, he spent years with us on Love Line. Emily Morris, come on up here.
0: Look at you, Nelly Furtado-looking motherfucker.
2: <laughs> Welcome, Emily oh, Morris. Remember, remember Emily? Yes. This gentleman is a very big fan of yours. Hi. He's extremely How excited to see you. Oh.
1: Oh, Especially yes. you, my dear.
2: Um, and so for those of you that maybe don't know we did Love Life you did it for like seven years right yeah something and like that you were there how many four? years four years and so uh,
3: visited once a week yeah
2: once a week at Luke Hall, you know, if we'd get her there more we'd have her there more and uh, we'd answer the questions over these years and it, it was the pre-harassment days right the, the naive days of the past yeah and like pre-three months ago I, I know <laughs> right
0: it's, that's the craziest shit ever yeah. we were talking about how there's this controversy now with Time Magazine mm-hmm. who's going to be the person of the year and I was like, it's not open for debate. It's Harvey Weinstein. And I'm being dead serious. How, in, in 50 years, all we're going to do is look back at 2017. He's like, Trump's crazy. Oh, yeah. Remember when Harvey Weinstein changed the whole world? Well, like He's going
2: you know? to be like a sort of a, a, a moniker. It's going to be like, well, that's the Harvey Weinstein of fill in the blank. You yeah. know, if every time something bad happens to somebody. Well...
0: Yeah, he, he's going to become the Michael Jordan of, yes. of rapey shit. Because yes. you know, like, everyone always says, oh, he's the
2: Michael Jordan of.
0: Yeah, right. All, you one. know, like, oh, there's been great athletes. I don't know. He's the Michael Jordan of. He's going to be the Michael Jordan of perversion.
2: But Emily's been obsessed with this, she said.
3: I'm obsessed. Well, it's beyond Michael Jordan. I mean, it's, it's a movement. Like, I don't think we've seen anything, anything like this. And I don't remember. Like, it's not even a war. My problem is that it's not even about sex. I think like sex is being maligned. It's not really about sex. It's about power struggles between men and women. So I, I feel like
0: well, it is about like... sex in one way. Oh, in well, that, they... no, no,
1: in, somebody's in, having an main... orgasm.
0: Is <laughs> <lot of> <laughs> it that? Sex, have? And by that, place. I mean the cum. But no. It's about sex in that it's mostly being perpetrated by guys who couldn't get it until they were rich and powerful. That, get that, in. that,
2: that that's is your Mike's, one theory. That's his one theoretical construct for it's the It's all whole the guys
3: sex. in high school they couldn't get laid and they're like, now I can get laid. Harvey like, Weinstein oh
0: couldn't smell the gene until he was fucking Harvey Weinstein. And we you not know, know, know that he never actually got that. Listen, close. my point is is that there's a reason why all of these allegations are coming out of Hollywood production and they're coming out of politi- uh, politics and guys who run Fox News. You don't see any rock stars, rappers, DJs, NFL football players. All the most macho, fucking testosterone-driven places. You know why? Because those guys have been banging it out since they were 14 years old. And they have no need to just... Oh, oh did, I, did I just rub my dick up against you? I'm sorry, honey. Oh, jeez. What was I thinking? Oh, you want to watch a porn with me in my office? I've got a secret fucking rape lock button underneath my desk. I think
2: it's going to be a little more pervasive than Mike does.
3: Absolutely. What, it's it, a matter it's of time. It's going to go but, away? Like you think it just, yeah. No. What? I
0: don't think it's going to go away. My point is though is that all the shit we hear about, it's not this, this normal kind of run of the mill. I find said woman attractive. I'm going to try to hit her. It's all this strange stuff that guys like Dr. Drew and I sit back and go, "Re?" You just you 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 beat off into a potted
2: plant. Huh? Like two, that's
3: really right. and that's because there's two guys, but there's, a, there's as a woman, you guys can probably relate this. Don't you know the guys who are like that and the guys who aren't? Like you've been in those situations. You're like he would never do that. Like and so I was thinking about coming up working with both of you. You never never sex. Drew has no allegations. You I'm surprised you don't. But you, <laughs> just because of the way you talk, but you're so open about it that you couldn't.
0: You say that and it's true. I mean I obviously really, by, like I by the way I talk, I mean it makes perfect sense. No, I know you but think But the reality you would is be, but it's the reality is, is is like I can't I could say, you know, dirty words and I could talk about these wild fantastic sexual situations. I can't imagine rubbing up against no, a, I know. touching There's a woman those guys, Right. Like, pleasing myself in front of a woman without her I mean it doesn't even compute. In, in fact, I'm the horniest guy ever. I love ladies. I love and I
3: Well that's the difference. There's men who actually have respect for women, right? And men who like You do, even with all your talk. Like you do.
0: I also think that I also think that Mm -hmm. a lot of this behavior reminds me of when I was in seventh grade. I mean, I go, like, oh, this dude rubbed his dick up against a girl and pretended like he and I go, exactly the shit I do. I'd be like, oops, I dropped something and like put my shoulder into a booby. And I was like, I was Thirteen. There's a big fucking difference. And then eventually you go, wow, that probably made that girl feel terrible. Yeah. I don't think I should do that anymore. I could see that that didn't work out very well for well, both it's, of us. It's
2: that step that I think a lot of these guys didn't make. So it's really the – hold on. It's the ability to be empathic and to be insightful and take right. the point of view of another person. And in a weird way, a lot of this is a washout of narcissism. Right? Let's talk about I, the narcissism. Yeah, so I wrote a book about narcissism awesome. about 10 years ago or so. And uh, you, you, bear with me, because this is kind of a little, little bit on the heavy side. But I, was, I could tell it was coming. I could see it. We were, on Love Line. we were talking about nothing but childhood trauma. Kaiser finally published their study on adverse childhood experiences and realized, oh, my God, most of our parents have had, most of our patients have had uh, adverse childhood experiences, sexual abuse, physical abuse, neglect, that kind of thing, which is what creates narcissism. And narcissism have been given, a, been given a pass for a long time. It's been a very, almost a narcissistic society we've been in. And one of the things that happens uh, from narcissism is you lose the ability to empathize with other people. The other thing that happens if you're a trauma survivor is you can get caught up in crowds and mobs pretty easily. And whatever sort of remnant parts of you, that are still feeling hurt and uh, aggressed against.
0: Does that include cults? Like, would you be more culture susceptible to... No, cults are a little,
2: to- different. To- nah, a little di- of a different phenomenon. No, okay. a little different. That's really looking for a family, you know per se. This is, this is I have these cut off feelings that get swept into things, and so a lot of what you see on social media is this mob action of people that are looking at one person that they've elevated. now we're going to chop their head off. I, pu- I put a chapter in my book. I wanted to put a chapter on pre revolutionary France because I said that's the only period of history other than maybe the certain part of British history during the Glorious Revolution and sort of how Aztecs raised kids. They traumatized the oh, shit out of them. Aztecs and I know, shit. It's all coming through you. <laughs> uh, and, and, Fucking uh, Aztecs, uh, no? <laughs> uh, and I predicted that the guillotines would come out, and here they are. The problem with the guillotine is whoever is putting somebody up on the guillotine is the next person to go on the guillotine. Right. So and
3: we're getting rid of all the narcissists right now, like well, survival of the fittest, they
2: right are not now, the narcissists. They're all going to That's be, sort of what's happening
0: right now. Have their heads chopped off. It, well, with Harvey Weinstein and, and Kevin Spacey and certain guys like that, it's justified and I'm sure satisfying to women all over the world. Well, I'm not, not so much Kevin Spacey, but, you know, there's these guys like Harvey Weinstein and, and, and that, that are representative of shit that you ladies of all ages, of all backgrounds, have probably seen and endured. And you go, well, now's the time. The tide is turning. I'm glad. Let's go. Let's get this out in front of the world and let's move in a better direction. But unfortunately, in this tidal wave of good, inevitably, there's going to be a couple people who can't swim too well and they get caught up in that shit, like George Takei, you know, or <laughs> yeah. where it's just like, what are we doing that? You know, oh.
2: The guy, where
3: we spend time, though. The few people, maybe, like, Georgia K. One thing 30 years ago. I think the fact that it is a movement and there are... I'll, these guys are apologizing. Like, they're not saying, like, I didn't do it. Like, I'm sorry. I'm done. Yeah, that done. is the
0: craziest shit. I mean, like, at least, you know, I... I and, I, you know, I'm biased because out of all of these guys... Uh, <laughs> because I'm a guy. No, I'm biased because out of all these allegations, the one where I, I was a fan of the person's work was Louis C.K. Right. And so I am biased in that regard that I... But I, I think... It does say something that immediately is like, this is true, and I, I'm sorry I hurt people, and I hope people can forgive me. There's a lot of value to kind of mea culpa, and this weird dissonance between Harvey Weinstein and the rest of the world is something that's even as scary to me as – the stuff that he's done, you know, the fact
2: that he doesn't acknowledge anything that he's done, and
0: it's indignant about it. Yeah.
2: Like, oh, this witch hunt will it'll
0: eventually end, and I'll get back to work. And it's like well, that's true Dude. narcissism.
2: It's real bona fide narcissism.
3: But when you're saying the narcissists are all traveling in these groups, is it more like they're around their their yes people who are like they they've built systems yep. so they can survive, and then these are the people yep. who are he's built his company around people saying like you know it's okay, we're going to cover up for you, just like human resources and all these companies. So they're not, but now they're being taken down. So I was just wondering what we're going to. If, we, if we, the narcissists are gone, like what kind of rise of traits are we going to see now that are going to be more uh, interesting healthy. as leaders?
2: Hopefully, healthy. We'll see. But that's my
3: know. thing. Like, I don't think that we learn. It's all about emotional regulation, not sex. It's about guys who maybe were upset because they couldn't get laid in high school or didn't get loved enough by their mother and didn't know how to regulate, nurture themselves, and make themselves feel good. So they take it out on, you know, right? So it's it's a, not it just, comes it's out not, with wanting women or even with the Louis C.K. thing.
0: But it's not just, it's not just didn't get laid in high school it's a skill and it only comes from it's just like it look it's just like bullying where i you know to one extent or another we've all had that experience and hopefully it was in grammar school not in college or something where you did something to make yourself feel good in front of the crowd and you looked at the kid on the receiving end and you're like oh fuck i just i just shattered that kid and you feel bad. And then you grow. And you're like, "What? you know what? I'm a human being. I'm not going to fucking do that anymore. And I, I had that ability. I was lucky enough to have that ability to do that with women. Where I was like, I'm really horny. All I care about is getting laid. I'm going to try tactic A, B, C. And then you go down the list and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This isn't working. Uh, even if I succeed at getting, at getting the sex, this makes me feel empty. I'm sure it makes her feel empty. There's this whole, it, you develop a skill. It's like. Anyone can get a little bit overweight and then get back in shape. But in order to, to like really become a high-level athlete, it takes years of practice. And, and a lot of these guys were not afforded the years of practice of getting shot down, of, of looking in a girl's eyes when they've done that dick move. And, and all these dudes who are fat fucking slobs and, and giant assholes on top of it. They get to be fifty and then they're the biggest producer in Hollywood and multimillionaires. And the same shit happened. You you don't Tiger Woods wouldn't have happened if he was an NBA player. Or you you don't see that kind of shit. You know why? Because he grew up in country clubs and in, in this kind of sheltered world where he was never exposed to gigantic fake breasts and girls that wanted to blow him because he was rich. And every NBA star has have been dealing with that for f- fucking 15 years before he gets his first crack at the NBA and Tiger Woods is now he goes from guy you know, on the Stanford golf team to every Waffle House waitress wants to fucking gangbang me right now and I have more money than God it, it happened like that it wasn't as if there was this, uh, uh, this, this buffer zone for him to and that is playing out with all these guys you know, like Adam Levine is not fucking sexually harassing people because he's been fucking getting it in since he was in, like, a, a zygote.
2: <laughs> I still think you're going to hear from some of these populations. But I, I want to hear from you guys before we, before we go too far down this rabbit hole. Gary, do we need a separate mic, or am I going to walk the mic around? What do you say, voice of God? You guys can uh, just shout it out to Drew, and then one of you on stage repeat it into the mic for the podcast listeners. All right. It's too bad your wife's here, because you could use your dick. It
0: just, like, it's one of, those, <laughs> one of those like pool cleaning things, you know, where you're like... Aah! It's like Stretch Armstrong, people. It's that impressive. I'm serious. He could just hit the other side of the room. He might just blast through the wall like the laser and real genius. They're like, oh fuck! It went through the courtyard. You see that?
2: They think you're funny. I'm pleased to welcome HydroLite back to our program. HydroLite is not only a product that I can safely recommend. It's something that I use all the time. In fact, I have some sitting in front of me right now. It is the best oral rehydration product I have ever tried. In fact, in one event, the same thing myself, and they got there first. And I was sick this week, and I'm taking HydroLite. It keeps me hydrated as well as anything the better. Better than any way I can possibly get hydrated. This is it. And at this time of year, it's impossible. Everyone's getting sick, right? They knock you down. It's staying hydrated is a crucial part of it. So even if you manage to avoid this, obviously if you get it, it's crucial you take hydrolyte. But if your schedule's half as busy as mine, then staying hydrated is also important. Getting those eight glasses of water in a day is almost impossible. The beauty of hydrolyte is whether you're sick or not. You can benefit from the proper balance of sodium, glucose, and water. And hydrolyte does this better than any sports drink, and certainly better than water alone. Comes in great flavors, orange berry lemonade and available as a pre-mixed drink, a powder, or my personal preference is the effervescence fizzy tablets. Simply drop in the water. I then dropped it in a bottle of water today, and by several of them, in fact, and they've been drinking it all day. Compared to sports drinks, hydrolyte delivers up to four times the electrolytes with 75% less sugar. Come on now. Hydrolyte solutions are appropriate for all ages and Each bottle or package includes easy-to-follow dosing instructions. You can find HydroLite at Rite Aid or online at Amazon.com. And for a limited time, my listeners can save 30% on HydroLite. Get some now. Just click the banner on my website at DrDrew.com and use the code DrDrew18, D-R-D-R-E-W-18 at checkout. That is DrDrew.com. Click on the HydroLite banner, and then the code is DrDrew18. When you're looking to buy a car, you want to make sure you're getting real pricing on actual inventory. A lot of times, that is not the case. People configure cars online, only later to find out they are not available. Now, with True Car, of course, I'm talking about True Car. You get real pricing on actual inventory. This is not pricing offered by True Car, but pricing from an actual dealer, and not just any dealer, but a True Car certified dealer. This is a carefully curated network of dealers committed to transparency and offering you a competitive market price. Yeah, you know, and we talk about it all the time using TrueCar, you can easily find the car you want. Next TrueCar, TrueCar.com or TrueCar app will show you what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for. Now, you know what a fair price is, so you can feel confident. Over 3 million cars have been sold to True Car users by the True Car Certified Dealer Network. Over 3,000 True Car Certified Dealers are available nationwide. You will get to work directly with a True Car Certified Dealer that you may contact with. And True Car users are more likely to enjoy a faster, better buying experience when they contact a True Car Certified Dealer. And on average, you can expect to save over $3,000 off MSRP. Once you register, you'll see a real price on actual inventory. Hook up with that True Car certified dealer, have a better buying experience. True Car, go to the TrueCar.com or TrueCar app. Do what I'm telling you. So, questions, interaction, woody comments. Let's hear from you guys. Uh-oh, way over there. Gary, what did you say? About, how's the podcast audience going to hear this? You're going to repeat it. I'm going to repeat it. Go ahead
0: funny thing is, is Drew's wife's in the back of the room going, yeah, Drew.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we should call her up here. So what's, what's up? Should I get the HPV vaccination mm-hmm. after three years old? Yes. Okay. HPV vaccine. After 30, though. That's a good question. I understand. That's a good, that's good question. Good question. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, she's a physician also. Right? Oh, maybe she disagree with me? Here, here's the deal. So the, so the question was, should you get the HPV vaccine after the age of 30? And the uh, company that uh, got the HPV through the FDA did it only up to age 28 for men uh, because that's the age in which it's most likely to be a significant issue, most likely to work, and it's extremely expensive to have gone into the, the higher age groups. And so a lot of the infectious disease doctors that I've spoken to say, look, if you're sexually active, there's a possibility of exposure, why not? There's really very little evidence that it, there's any harm done, and there might be significant benefits. So. Uh, but playing by the book, you might have difficulty p- finding somebody to give it to you after the age of 28. Because uh, per the FDA, you know, that's the age where you're, you're supposed to be, you know, 9 to 28. But What if um, you're married? 26. 9 to 26. You're right. Uh, what if you're
0: married? Yeah. Like, what, what, why not just... Give it to each other. I mean, it, it, it's relatively innocuous, right? You know, I, I mean, I might.
2: The, the viruses that are covered by the vaccine are the ones associated with cervical cancer, well, and cancer, and anal cancer, see, and that and back that cancer, and that kind
1: of stuff. So. <laughs>
0: anal cancer? Who?
2: Yeah, yeah. When Farrah Fawcett died of anal cancer, that's what she died of. I was Fuck. bothered that there was no conversations about HPV. No well, conversations. Well, I, I think that's
0: because of her celebrity. People don't want to say. Remember no.
2: that big, beautiful celebrity? Yeah, butt cancer. No, she went. <laughs> she went on this campaign. If you remember, she had that two part series. Of, I want to educate people about this, and she did nothing. Educated and nobody about anything except a scam in Germany that she went to to cure her cancer, and of course that worked great. Awesome.
3: Anal sex was the. Um the number one sex trend in the last 20 years I just want you to know hands hands down nobody talked about sex, anal sex 20 years ago and that just came out that that is the biggest difference with sexual practices just telling you Michael likes anal you like anal I don't know I, mean, I think it's interesting I like it but it's not
0: like it's weird but it was like that's that, it
3: they're like nothing touches anal because no, 20 years ago think about it nobody talked about anal like it wasn't a thing and then porn, well yeah now, I, I it was get some thing.
0: gay guys down here to disagree with you <laughs>
3: People were saying like let's. I mean, let's have anal instead of horses. That's going right. the back door no, instead no, 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 of the no. front door, which is so stupid. Go through the front door first, like you know. People want to. They don't want to protect it. That's car, a
0: bold move. You know you who know, Farrah Abraham, the team it. mom.
3: She's the she... only
0: porn I've ever seen where they led off with anal. It was
3: yeah. They're it like, was like forget no that. No, or anything. What kids she's do like, come on, seriously, like... let's go. Oh wow.
1: Cool.
3: Talk about no plot yeah. in the porn. Right?
2: <laughs> no comment. <laughs> So, you're so proud of yourself. So yeah, well, you know, that's, that's, my, that's my autobiography. That's that's my autobiography that's lead off lead off that's with that's anal.
3: You know how love, they love anal.
2: Matt Lauer got in trouble for having a closet full of sex toys because Dr. Laura Berman brought him sex toys. Yeah, all right. Emi- per- Emily
0: brought me so, so many sex toys and yeah. lube and a horsetail butt plug. That and- was
3: I had to get that FedExed. <laughs> it like real horse hair. Wait
0: a minute! Was, uh, I tried to I have, have a really. horsetail butt plug tug of war with Jason Ellis, and
2: and uh, he, he he wimped out. I you was probably really... still good. Yeah, I it's a good idea. Could, it is a
3: good idea. Hmm. It's strong. No, I, do you remember how that happened?
2: How, how the whole <laughs> butt plug horsetail came into being? I can't believe we're having this conversation I I on the stage it in Pasadena.
3: Because was one person that made this special butt club, but I not butt plug.
2: No, I was talking about. I'd always use. Uh, we used to talk to occasionally. I love like, playing these S and M sort of um, dominatrix. Dominatrix, right. and this one group came in and they had like a Cinderella's carriage, and a guy would phew, become a horse and pull these women in a carriage right. around a paddock. And I was like, "What the? I don't understand this. This is too much for my weak brain." Role playing. And Mike announced, "Get me a get me a horse, help I'll plug. I'll be that guy." <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Is that pretty much yeah. it's it's how majestic, it A majestic animal. Sort I of how it happened, happened right? He wouldn't, he wouldn't have a big like hat with a plume on it. Yeah, yeah, it's crystal. I had a bit, you know,
1: like yeah, just, yeah
0: that's a, Well, okay, but the difference is the difference is that Matt Lauer then tried to like wanted one, like it's no, but he also tried to like use them on coworkers.
3: We don't know that for sure, do we? Know they well, that's to use it? of the claims
0: is like, he'd be like, "I've got a closet of dildos. I'd love to try them out on you, Sally." It's
3: funny, yeah. I I don't think they had any evidence for that. I think someone saw it, like Meredith Vieira. I was like, oh, I saw sex toys in your office and, like, mention it on the air.
0: Do you... But... Do you, I, I was thinking about... I was doing stand-up, like, a couple weeks ago and there was this really attractive female stand-up and I was <laughs> thinking about how... I, I didn't even recognize it at the time but I was in, very intimidated by her because she was very funny and clever and sharp and mm-hmm. I thought, wow, I hope that doesn't backfire for her in her dating life, you know? Mm-hmm. Because you're Miss Sex do you find that there's guys that have this assumption that you're going to be this otherworldly sexual being and it negatively impacts your, your, your personal See, life? I don't
3: know, probably. I mean, the thing is, I don't think that guys are going to make it to the door that I kind of can tell that they're already thinking, like, what wonder what sex is going to be like. They assume yeah. I'm, like, swimming from the rock or, you right. know, doing all this crazy stuff. I don't know. Sometimes. But no, that's not who I am. But I think that men have the problem with it because they're like... What do you mean? I am a sex expert. I am a man. I know everything. And here's a woman who knows, apparently knows so much more than I do. So it's confusing. I think men are like, if they'd want to sleep with me because they think she's going to teach me something or whatever. But who's the, the fucking
0: douchebag that really thinks that? Yeah, that's
2: what I was just thinking.
0: So I, I'm and so
3: the, men, the men that are not you. Like the Harvey Weinstein. No, no. The
0: no I'm looking around. The, and I bet you all these guys, you're like, yeah, I mean... I feel like I could get the job done, but I'm not Mr. Sex. I'm not the world's greatest lover. It nor me, would I ever out loud say that.
2: It makes what no, a
3: fucking thing. But I man. think that there's men who
2: It makes me like, wonder about your picker. Like who you're picking. Oh, my
3: picker's broken?
2: Maybe. Yeah.
3: Well, no, I'm guys telling that, you, I don't pick those guys. What I'm telling you is that's that's an archetype of one of these men that I could be thinking, like, Oh, I'm supposed to be expert. She she's the expert. I want to be with her just because I can figure out if she knows more or less than I do. I'm not saying those are the guys that I'm, I'm not with. No, them. no, no. Those and guys I didn't insinuate that. My text point text is, is that
0: like, it is that crazy. If a guy, not joking, says to the world, I'm Mr. Lover, I'm the lover man, I please women, and they all have many, many orgasms every a lot time of I do. think that. No. I hope for the best. That's my fucking take on it. It's like, I really hope... Right I'm going to try Mr. my best, Lover, they
3: like, I know most guys think that every woman... It's weird, because I know women fake it, but not with me. Like, every woman has an orgasm every single time.
0: I want to make... There's many I want to make a ser- like a subgenre of porn that's called realism, mm-hmm. where the guy comes in, like, 30 seconds, <laughs> and, and his penis is normal size, and then he has to, like, explain it away... And then he goes down on her for 20 minutes so he can muster up a boner. They, you know, serious, like, there should be some more real... Because there is something kind of crazy on both ends. No woman, like, really wants guys to, like, just gather around and spit in her face and pretend she's her stepmother. Like, they should have, like, the, the like, fuck, I, had a, I, I a really, had a really tough day at work. Oh, I'm sure some do, but... I would okay. like there if there's porn where like the woman's like getting home from work too. And the guy's like, I tried, I, I pitched you a bath, but it's all fucked up. And then they go to fuck and he shoots real quick. And he's like, no, I can
2: do it again, I swear. <laughs> Give me a minute. Like,
0: you know, the whole thing.
2: Like, do, do you think that some of the pornography has adversely affected the harassment, the tendency towards harassing women? Because there's all this concern that it affects how women are treated Absolutely. in I mean, I think
3: it's had so many... I mean, do I think it's had an impact on the sexual harassment? I mean, I think sex is more top of mind, and we're having a lot more like our sexist lives are just suffering because of it. I think because younger, of porn, because of, there's more porn. Yeah, I mean, we were like, I'd rather not have sex, or I'm not going to have sex with my partner because I have porn, but I might take it out on some woman I meet out on the street. But I'm just going to keep, yeah. I mean, and, and then the young people who have only the only sex they've ever had, like young people, is the only sex they've ever seen is the sex in porn, and then they yeah. assume that's how they're supposed to be having sex and. I mean, but yeah. I,
0: think... I, I always used to say on Loveline that learning to have sex by watching porn is like learning to box by watching Rocky. <laughs> it's like right. a terrible idea. You know, yeah. It's terrible. A, it's mean... a Hollywood representation of what, you know, like right, the he's... first time you go get punched, actually punched in the face, you're like, wait a second, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this <laughs> not is not I I at, all at all how I'd look on screen. <laughs> I mean, Other...
3: Yeah, I mean, Other... I just know it's impacting sex because a lot of people I talk to like, why is it every time I have sex with this woman, for example, I hear it from guys, they're like, she is making these noises like a porn star and she's saying all these things. It doesn't even seem authentic to them because that's what they're, they're mimicking. What yeah, they're, what they say. but
0: also I would imagine there's this assumption that to be a good lover, a man has to act like that. You well, know what I'm yes. saying? Like, yes. And yes. so there's a 19-year-old yeah. guy out there who's like, sure. I'm dropping loads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you like that. And he's like, what? Or, yeah. or, yeah. feel, right.
2: or feeling diminished if he's a not that. <laughs> other, other questions? Mm-hmm. Yes. Wait, hold a second. You've got we're right here. I'll get you a mic. Why, why is it when it's Hollywood sexual abuse
0: like it's, it's uh, water cooler talk? Everybody's talking about it, but when it's children that it happens like ten thousand times over, everybody's quiet. Nobody wants it. It's, it's like such a taboo.
2: When children are sexually abused, yeah. so, nobody talks about it. So, so when women when women are harassed, we talk about it. When, when children are sexually abused. We just we clam up. That's an interesting question.
0: Everything's too intense when it's, it's Yeah, that's what I think too. It's, it's just like, so, like, so, like,
2: you know, the I, whole. I will tell you that there's a corollary to that, which is for, I, I swear to God, this used to drive me crazy. I used to hear about childhood sexual abuse through the 80s and 90s, and I heard childhood child sexual abuse, and I was talking, talking, and everyone would go, no, oh, no, no. No, it's been around forever. You're just talking about it now. No, we went through an epidemic. Did you see that kid that was arrested? Was it in Riverside last weekend that admitted to having uh, sex with 50 children? I'm here to tell you that is not unusual. When people are that way, when they're a perpetrator, they do that to lots of people, many times hundreds. And it is something that we should be talking about because it's something we should be aware of. But, but I don't know, it doesn't have the same gratification that talking about sexual harassment. Yeah, no, well, here, from the
3: parents feel bad, they did something, they Well, but,
2: them, they but like, the, you could way, do obviously. something with the harasser, like, okay, we've got to get him.
3: Well, and also
0: the. The entire topic itself—it's not that even that it's taboo. It's that we all kind of collectively agree it's too much, too intense. I mean, look, yeah. we—I love Discovery ID, right? You, anybody, everybody watches those Discovery ID or forensic about, files. He's on talking it. about murder porn, right? Yeah, a thirty-five-year-old person gets murdered. You're like, fucking, I want to see this. Yeah, let me get it. as soon as it's like, and then the the, the child was found, the body was found. You're like, wait, come on, what are we doing here? I, I'll never forget Matt Money Smith who used to do. Uh, Sports for Kevin and Beanie. I now host PMS with Petros. Uh, Really talented, really smart guy. Uh, This is probably 12 years ago. Um, I went to see Mystic River, movie Mystic River with Sean Penn and uh, a bunch of you know really talented actors. I come back to Kevin and Bean the next uh, Monday, following Monday, and I go, Matt, you got to go see Mystic River. I can't go see that. I was like, why? Why? He's like, ah, that, it's got a young daughter getting murdered. I'm not going to go watch that. It's it's just, there's no way I could sit through it. I was like, shut the fuck up. It's a movie. What do you mean? Fast forward to now, I'm like, oh, I totally get it. I'm not going to go watch some movie where some guy's daughter gets murdered and she's in a ditch and shit. You, now, I'll watch Rambo because, you know, light up 50 Burmese right. people Look. in fucking Napalm. No, but the
2: point is, you, you have a daughter now. That's, you can relate it's just, to that. No, it's just children. Yeah. It's just something about children when oh. it's children. You're just like, wait, what's hey, going on? Hey, speaking of, did anybody seen that Netflix series Voyeur? Yeah. Oh, my God. Were you as bothered by that as I was? Gay Talese needs to be fucking arrested. Is any, am, I, am I right? Am I, it's, it's about this guy that... Oh, you, you. Did you tell me about it? You did. I think yeah. I did, yes. Yeah. Do you you want to to paraphrase? No. This guy that owned a motel in the 60s, he built it so he could walk around in the attic and look down and spy on every single room. Yeah. Like he
0: specifically built it for that. Yeah, he built it for that, and he kept
2: meticulous records of everything he saw for 20, 30 years doing research. And in 1969, Gay Talese joined him looking at people and went, oh, what an interesting subject for a story this would be. And then he waited, Gay Talese waited until the statute of limitation had more, run, worn out to go publish his fucking book. Yeah, it, I think they should
0: research it? my fucking foot kicking their dick off.
2: <laughs> but but I mean, flying you,
0: away like a Red Bull did you? I, I was so troubled by this. I'm still yeah, very troubled I, by it. It's almost, like, uh, it's almost like Roman Polanski or something. It's something. And that's a bad example. Like Charles Manson, the, the recent, with his passing, there's been a lot of talk about Charles Manson. It's almost outside of my pay grade. Like that level of illness. I go, yeah, no, I don't but, even know what I'm looking at.
2: That but is so I, I, look, fucked he, up. he is know. way out sociopath sick dude. What's wrong with Kate Talese?
0: Yeah. What's yeah. wrong with not
2: Didn't immediately well, call the dude, police? Well, dude,
0: it's the same thing. I mean, you know, you see it with it. It's like, magically, the girl who has the alcoholic father can just, without even talking to the guy, she goes and she's attracted to the dude who's an alcoholic in, yeah. in the bar. It just, yeah. it's, it's fucking magic. And, we just didn't know that this guy was also equally as fucked up, right. and he just—he's like, "Whoa, this seems interesting." Oh, oh, oh. yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. And well, just, there's it's, this weird kismet thing, you know. Now it's obvious. Um,
0: I always and I, you know, I don't know how to say this without like having the FBI waiting for me. uh Oh, but I, I never, I, I count my blessings almost daily, but I never understood how someone like myself, who is a victim of childhood sexual abuse. Prolonged, what? Um, and also, and also, be mean prolonged. Yeah, meaning, like there was there was three or four separate instances with three or four
2: separate people. For you? Yeah, we didn't know that, dude.
0: It's not. what it well, yes, you did. I really. did not. Well, I I didn't talk about it till
2: I was like thirty. Right? I know. I and then I told you. Have and I said you I were like sexually always... abused. You had, and you went. Oh, I was thirteen. I was a big boy. <laughs> 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 I said, yeah, that's how I talk. <laughs> and have you Listen, heard? Listen, Have see. you heard Emily about other episodes except the one? one the, the one succubus. I know all about it. Yeah. Well,
3: I know that more than Paris Pooh. I feel.
2: Yeah. Well, that was
0: how I lost my virginity. So
2: right, that, right, that I mean, right. I think okay, it has it. it has the that, other like, two
3: or three we left out.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: this either like way. Well, it's so, worthy of comic because I was going to finish the story about where. What I don't those know were.
0: how. And, and and admittedly, I have uh, deviant sexual behavior in my past. I don't know how I didn't develop into someone who has criminally deviant sexual behavior. Because you've always had... I thank ha- God, but no, I don't know how...
2: You it- you have a deep moral compass, and you have empathy. Even when you were sort of out of it, you were still had the capacity to appreciate Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. Fact, I, mean, I still fact, remember the, the girl I introduced
0: of- myself to that I banged. That I, I mean, I still remember the look, the look on her face like it was yesterday. Well, and tell them like, what you're talking about. Yeah, everyone knows that story. Yeah. Well, just paraphrase it. I was in Vegas. I was partying super hard, really hard. It was New Year's. I come down to eat breakfast one morning and I introduce myself to this girl and it turns out I would banged her like 15 times in the last couple of days and we're walking around Vegas holding hands. We went on dates and I was like, Hey, nice to meet you. And she, the look on her face when she realized I wasn't joking was, it was, hard. I mean, I, it's horrifying. It's like, it's like I've seen more. I mean, I was like, just even thinking about it, but.
2: We've got to find her. Anyway. I, 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 we're friends on Facebook. You're friends on Facebook?
0: Well, yeah. oh, it's, it's the best. I'm a, I'm a diff, literally a different human literally. being. Literally. I
2: understand that. But, but he brings up an interesting point. He was sexually abused three times, and I'm assuming you're talking about repetition compulsion, right? How you found somebody to oblige yes. you. Yes. Yeah. The, the humans have this extraordinary. The, did you call it a tick today? Were we talking about this? I don't somebody think Somebody was talking to say it's almost like a tick. It's all, it's, and I think it's a biological wiring where if you have a horrible experience in childhood, you will find people and circumstances that will oblige you by reenacting it. You'll be literally attracted to them. Do you remember the two people you went back to that abused you? Were you sort of attracted to them in some weird yeah. way? Yeah. And they will, of course, repeat the behavior, repeat the behavior. And somebody asked me today, well, why do we do that? Why does human do that? And I thought, I, it's hard to figure out the evolutionary. It was Ethan Berman. I was doing his show there. We talked about this. Uh, what's the evolutionary purpose of that? And I think, I think it has something to do with, first of all, there's probably a good version of it, right? We also probably repeat good things. Yeah. But I think there's a more interesting piece, which is we have a tendency to ritualize trauma. I mean, what is Passover? But a repeat, we repeat every year exactly what happened. We drink salt water. We have parsley. We eat an egg. Do exactly the same thing. And by the way, the story of that trauma, if we had told the story, it would have become some crazy myth. When you offload you have to reenact it, it yeah. if you reenact it the same way every year, 3,000 years later, people are still doing the same thing. <laughs> and it's kind of interesting, isn't it? So is it?
3: Is that why... So you won't forget? Is that why? It's, it's, it's a way... It's what an would've...
2: evolutionary adaptation, so traumatized populations don't lose the memory. It's an offloaded memory, a ritual, of exactly what happened, so it doesn't happen again. Oh, that's so gross. What?
0: I don't know. I just think about like, how it's like as if trauma can... can on some switch like you're an animatronic Chuck E. Cheese character it's like now that's what you live. And, and do you feel like that it, no but I remember every single time we talked to a battered woman on Loveline that is exactly what I'd hear I'd go how can you not just leave she's like but you know it, it, this is the last time it'll happen it'll never happen but again he him. says he loves me yeah. I, I love him and and you know, I can only imagine what trauma, probably, whatever switch you, that was, watching your dad
2: hit your mom or hit your dad. It's how you get in, you. but once you're in, it's a little more complicated getting out. It's a little more complicated. But what happened those other two times? I,
0: you I, want, I do you I want talk to talk about sure. it? Well, no, not, 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 because of me. It's because that situation is with people that I, how old were you? A grown man. Oh, I mean, oh, oh well, huh? I mean, you know, 17, 18 years old. Uh. You know, but I was a roided out 17, 18 it's because, and...
3: But also, we have to heal, right? Eventually, we have to heal our traumas, right? Because yes. they, otherwise, we, you know... Repeat they, them. We repress them, repeat them, repeat yeah. them. So maybe it's our survivalist way of saying, like, you can't forget that you have to act on this. It keeps happening. Yep. It but we keeps were happening set, until we deal, until our life is unmanageable.
0: We were talking about, like, the, the very it's, end of... Um, uh, when I, On my sober birthday, it was like a month ago, um, you and I were talking about that time, and that how I eventually came to the end. And I was talking about the dude who I did drugs with Pretty much daily. Towards the end, it was this gay guy, and he he was wealthy. Uh, he had inherited money. Then he had money that he re- retired with. He was wildly wealthy. And was the only guy I knew in this part of Jersey. He was like th- literally the only person I knew. And he loved cocaine, and I loved being around him because he loved giving me cocaine. But he never once, yeah. like at all, tried. And I wonder if, like subconsciously, I was like wanting him to.
2: No, you you never want it. You just are attracted to it. And he evidently could have been that guy, but he was enough of a human being and healed enough himself Totally. To and if he, if he, And if he uh,
0: any time has been like, I got a good gram for you, but... Yeah,
2: I, I'm amazed. Get on your happen. knees. But I'd like, okay. The other, the other part that trauma does is it, blo- it, it disintegrates part of our brain, so parts of ourselves sort of lose connection with our consciousness, and those parts are always there sort of looking for attention, but you're not ever aware of it. Other questions? Next question. Is that your hand up? No. In a,
0: in a, you in a, pinch. if you, we don't have another one real quick. Yep. Do you, yeah. do you, go ahead. I'm sorry, sir. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yes. They would still be attracted to, but they, but they, we, we, always, we, we, we treat sex addicts and people, you know, want to argue as sex addiction exists and all this stuff, but it's a, Drew, what was the question? Help. Oh, sorry. Thank you. Disease, will you, if you go for, to treatment for your trauma, will you still be attracted to the bad, the, not the bad, the people that could be perpetrators? And you will be. You will be. Because like, like, just like um, the, you mentioned the f- father's an alcoholic, you're attracted to the alcoholic male. Uh, you'll always find them attractive, but you won't necessarily go with it. You'll you'll understand what it is. You'll be able to read it. You'll know there's that mechanism again in me. And I know that we always teach the sex addicts, think think butterflies, not lightning bolts. The the lightning bolts are still kind of fun, but you know where that's going. It's like,
0: is it like... um, you, to use a uh, very hackneyed analogy, instead of going on some crash diet and trying to deal with it, if you actually went to work on your impulses in eating, how you would be able to th- resist the cheesecake better but than more someone nourish- yeah, it's better who nourishment, just trying to fucking starve themselves? That's
2: right. But more nourishment rather than being sort of extreme or sure. intense. Okay. Uh,
0: uh, if, and real quick, I'm sure other people have questions, but you started off by saying we – it's just that we're now seeing it more and people are talking about it more. It's not happening with more occurrence. What? Trauma, sexual trauma.
2: It is happening with a lot more. Okay. A lot more. For the very how, reason we are well, talking about the kid in the that got perpetrated on 50 other people. Right. How it, do it, we know, though? How do we know I, it's more? How do, how do you, as a
0: man of science, what I, I, leads you to believe that it is just to, the
2: fact that we now have a way less taboo to talk about it, also way more outlets to hear about it? It was Freud kept coming up on it, you know it was around it's always been around it's always been talked about but the the magnitude of it since the so called sexual revolution has is profound yeah. is profound and and you can just you can it, it's a. It's. I, there's no way that it was as common any other period in history. Maybe in pre-revolutionary France, where there's all this evidence that kids were left in orphanages and were abused all the time, and that's just the way it was then. And now here we did it again. Here
3: you're always hearing like step parents or broken family, whatever. I mean, I don't even know what the nuclear family is anymore. But I think that's nothing to do with it. Like we're just not.
0: <laughs> I wonder how safe. to create a healthy <laughs> relationship to sex,
2: because. Whoa, where are we that's, going here? What are you talking about? For you personally? No,
0: because there's – I think every time you try to engage in something that is looked at as healthy sex, it's like it just suppresses it or pretends like it doesn't exist. Like how do you make it not taboo, not something that is is weird or shameful in a household, but at the same time don't aggrandize it or make it seem like it's something that shouldn't be taken seriously? Because far too often, especially with young boys – I don't know about you ladies, but certainly teenage boys – you don't look at sex as anything special. It's just a means to an end. You
3: have to talk. I mean, the thing is just talking about it and not having the shame around it. Like when you, you know, like when you have kids, like when you have kids, like a lot of parents, you guys probably don't do this, you're progressive family, but there'll be a little girl and they're like, oh, you know, here's your, here's your, you know, your neck, your stomach, and they do your little wee-wee down to your thighs. It's, like it's her, it's vagina. her bedima. It's her bedima in you our household. She, but she says say vagina. She this says bedima. So
0: we just adopted it. We're like, yeah, you know, your bedima there.
3: Yeah. Well, eventually it might be nice. Emily soon. was telling me
0: dinner, there's depressed vaginas. Really? They are depressed.
3: Yeah. My thing. W- Did you guys read about the depressed vaginas?
0: My daughter was de- made hers dance today, so I don't She's think hers a is depressed. She's dancing vagina, not she yet. Goes, Papa, my Just diamond wait. dancing. Just wait. <laughs>
3: like,
0: yes, that's uh, It's fantastic.
3: Yeah. It could be like yeah. a like like they say it's like vul- vulvodynia, which a lot of women yeah, have, but they say like depressing. It can't be, yeah, it's depressing. It's depressing. But they're yep. saying also you can't really they don't really know what it's about. That it could be a psychosomatic. That women who are feeling depressed in other ways. They're not having sex. All the reasons that you think your vagina would be depressed. But i
1: impressed.
3: Does it sex. frown? Always. Yeah, it frowns. It's like, you know, stays in bed, hungry, doesn't want anything inside. Okay, she other
2: questions. <laughs> some weird chat. Other, other, any other comments or questions for you guys? Do you
0: think
3: over six million
0: years of human history, everything on earth has been fucked by a dude?
2: <laughs> Eventually.
0: Right? Like every mountain tree. Some caveman's like...
2: No, who took Johnny? It's a movie? Okay, what's it about? Well, it's about underground pedophilia. Oh, boy. I don't know if you've heard about
1: It's a good date film. It's a good
2: Uh, yeah, I've heard of stuff like that over the years I, I have no direct knowledge of any of that I well, know is real right like, yeah, isn't Nambla's, Nambla's, real, Nambla's a and, real and, thing and I know that Adam Adam wants to Adam Corolla wanted to create a place called Pedophile Pedophile Isle Pedophile <laughs> and it turns out off, off, this, off of the, the coast of Seattle there is a pedophile Isle so where they put the untreatable patients but oh. I, I know there's weird little things like that going on I'm sure uh, who took Johnny that's what it's called so, pedophile rings. Ugh. It's, it's, yeah, I can't stand it. All right. Um, okay. Yes, where are you? Way back there. Go ahead. Yes, Elizabeth Smart. I
0: Yeah. She, she asked for a summary, a synopsis, and also some, some kind of about, parting messages about Elizabeth Smart.
2: About someone who'd been trauma survivor sorrow- like that? Well, um, there were two I things. That ju- she, she was lovely, and she, you know, she was severely traumatized. Uh, the, the, you were in the bathroom? Yeah. Have fun. Several of the interesting things jumped out at me about her was one was that when she was brought to the so-called camp by this guy that, you know, Elizabeth Smart was in Utah and she was uh, abducted from her bedroom at age 14, taken out and held at knife point and then taken to some camp way out in the wilderness. And when she got there, there was a woman there, also crazy, super crazy. And um, when, she, when Elizabeth got to this camp, said, oh, my God, here's a woman. She'll take care of me. She'll understand. She will, you know, a woman will not allow a 14-year-old girl to be harmed. And this woman perpetrated and helped organize the perpetration that she suffered. And for her, that was such a violation as a woman, she, she almost has not been able to, she, she would call it hatred. Although she has trouble saying that word. She has such hate for that woman, more so than the guy who was the guy that had sex with her three times a day for years and starved her and oh, just horrible things. For like six months, she was held in inhuman circumstances. I mean, literally having sex he would, he would line the woman and Elizabeth side by side And go back and forth having sex with them She would make her drink wine She was a Mormon Just to sort of screw with her Uh-oh Here's a, here's a the, okay, oh, oh, oh. Hold, hold on, hold on Rudy Rudy, hold on buddy Hold on man You alright? You look a little freaked out Let me just finish I'm talking about Elizabeth Smart Do you know who that is?
0: Elizabeth Smart? Yeah that's Freddie Prince Jr.'s wife,
2: and, and so she plays
0: she, guard for the Raiders.
2: So, so the, the other she thing played bass for War. The other thing that she said is that she felt she was able to survive it because she had the she knew that I he, can
0: hear my heartbeat,
2: dude. Even though she was, she felt she'd been ruined and poisoned and, and spoiled and had all these horrible, shameful feelings about herself, the love of her family carried her through, and there was a very interesting sort of um... lesson for me that really that that f- the feeling of of a of a deep connection with their parents and a proper ability to regulate emotions and the hope and faith that that would be there when she returned was why she survived bottom line and the, when she when it came time to get treatment she was put in a room with two psychiatrists who made her go through every detail of what happened and she felt it was so re-traumatizing they were essentially trying to build the court case at that time that she just couldn't do it she went back later, did get some treatment. I know a lot of people say she needed more, or whatever. She's doing awfully well. She's married. She has two kids. And now she's trying to help other victims. So does that summarize it well for you? She's doing, she's doing, like, opinion, she's doing, like- she's doing remarkably, remarkably well. I mean, could she do better? Probably. And there's probably things that she could you know, manage that might help her be a better parent or more emotionally available as a parent. But she's remarkable, really remarkable. All right, Rudy. Hey, anybody? Uh, hey, man, what's happening? I was just thinking for on, like,
0: I was just thinking like, you know, stroking my mustache, looking into you talk, and I was thinking about your culo, how like tight. You like my culo? It's like muscular. Yeah. You ever like uh, do asshole kegels? <laughs>
2: <laughs> asshole kegels? Did I use Emily's kegel camp to go to asshole uh, kegels? Emily
0: taught me, cause like after like my last time in the pinta, like I was a little loose. I was a little mm-hmm. loose, and mm-hmm. like Emily showed me, I like a Thai master, but it's for your it's little. Yeah. And I put it in my culo, and I was like ah ah
2: ah ah ah. Well, she has a little. And now a it's little, little. all
0: little, like like a fucking Hershey's kiss, but it's pink.
2: <laughs> oh, so the the
0: shrimp went back in? Yeah, hey, my shri- my prawn, prawn. like Freddy, It was like Freddy Krueger's fucking head, and then now it's like little, like nice. Because, Looks like a pencil eraser.
2: So we we said last time we were the pen things got a little loose. That's right. When was the last time you were in? 2005 2005 and Trucha was that what Trucha was that was that? my
0: soulmate Trucha and I let him fucking blast my asshole <laughs> I let him just go balls deep you know, we've, of, we've been talking a lot there's tonight. nothing wrong with that dog
2: you know, no whatever you're into man
0: some of us are different
2: <laughs> I know Rudy
0: you know that, like it, we it, just think differently and like
2: your hand's nice and soft man I that's right keels hand. dog I use <laughs> keels
0: on my fucking hands like honey almond hand lotion salve <clears throat> There's this old bitch like when I used to do uh, landscaping. There's this fucking old bitch that used to uh, hire me. In Beverly Hills? No, San Marino. San Marino. This old white lady, and I wait for her to fucking leave to go to the country club. Yeah. Blam! Kick her door in. All the kills. I steal that shit. I rub it, I'd lather up my balls. It looked like. <laughs> fucking oh, you had poop.
2: a whole procedure for shaving your your huevos, right? That's right, dog. <clears throat>
0: Shave them up clean. Listen. First, while you're, while you're like, uh, dry.
2: Well, first of all, Emily, is that important for a man to be clean like that? Yes. Yeah. Oh. With microphone.
3: That, you know, case by case basis.
0: You don't want to shave all the way. you got to leave a little hair so you're reminded People that you're a man. People can
3: decide how much hair they want to have. So you're
0: what? You know, like, uh, like I comb it, too. I put, like, <laughs> and I fucking, like, comb it back like a pompadour. It looks like... Uh, my, my dick looks like, like Morrissey Or like Like Bruno Mars Dick Morrissey That's right, dog No, you've got to use hair conditioner yeah. But first, before you shave And like let it sit in for maybe 30, 45 seconds
2: What kind of hair, like heels again? Any
0: type of hair conditioner, okay, dog right. I mean, if you Relax. can't afford no heels Or if you don't happen to do landscaping for a rich bitch <laughs> Okay. Use just any type of like uh, store bought hair conditioner. All right, put that on there first, and let it see. You know why? Because it softens up the follicles, yeah. and it get your and then, then don't don't like start shaving. Go into the hot shower, mm-hmm. wash that shit out, and then when the, the the pores are all open, then you fucking
2: mock, fi- mock five. Don't you put a oh? I say no no shaving cream though. Nah, you it don't need it at that point
0: because it's all lubed and smooth.
2: And then it's good because everyone can see the Raiders helmets that you have, tested. That's in. right. I got my
0: balls at a Raiders helmet, dog. He says so entire.
2: What, what, what's going to happen now? The Raiders have moved to Las. Can I say this out loud and have you be okay with me? What Raiders are moving?
0: Right, no, but where? Like, like they're moving stadiums in. Yeah.
2: Las Vegas? Yeah. Oh damn, dog! I'm afraid of you. I'm afraid of what you might do. I'm just gonna move to Las Vegas. Oh, that's that's the only fucking figure out a way. So, you got any more tattoos planned? Any more Raiders? You got that one with the Dodgers, of course.
0: Yeah, and then I have the one where my grandma, my abuelita, is a, a bird. <laughs> <laughs> my abuelita is a dove, but it's her face, and she's flying away. And then Jesus is jumping. Jesus. Jesus in a Dodger hat has a has a butterfly has a butterfly net and he's jumping trying to catch my abuelita. Oh, that's a, where is that one? But you were she's flying away and it, it's just like a thought bubble. She's like, "Catch you later, fool."
2: Thought bubble out of her out of her culo. Well, yeah, because she's a bird. Oh right, right. She's right. flying so fast. Right, right. Uh, exciting season with the Dodgers here. I'm really talking, spoken to you about that.
0: Damn dog, I'm still getting over it. Dog, I it know. was like. I got so excited, and then, like, I was on
2: this high, and then yeah. it just, like... You, you know. seem really, like, you're not high or anything. You're not drunk. I'm, I'm baked really. out of
0: my mind, dog. I stopped at my... Fr- <laughs>
2: it's just, you're so baked I all stopped, the time.
0: I stopped at my friend Joker's house in Alhambra, and Joker? I fucking... But I got fucking blazed out of my dome.
2: With Joker's pot.
0: Yeah, and then we... You don't do have Joker's
2: house where you can buy it in a weed shop now. You can go to... It's all gonna be... No, he, I
0: don't know where he got it. He just had it on hand for me. Oh, I see. He had this gigantic blunt. looked like a goddamn tampon. And I'm like, <laughs> Shit
2: and how are the kids? Which one? Uh, Rudy My Jr. My kids?
0: Yeah. Uh, they're good. Rudy Jr.? Uh, he's a manager at Red Lobster in El Serino. Nice. That's good. It's dope. That's pretty dope. You That's know, good. Like,
2: and uh, Sad Girl, she doing all right?
0: You know, like, uh, she's starting to put the weight back on. Uh-oh. Because yeah. for a while there, you know, she I uh, got on the best diet ever. You yeah. know, sprinkling the meth in her food, like, not telling, on the down low. Because she, uh, you know... I felt bad. I love my wife, that so much. I sing slow jams to her. I fucking massage her, and then she was trying so hard. She did La CrossFit and La the CrossFit. fucking the fucking Jenny Craig, all that shit, dog. And no, nothing was working. So I was like, "What can I do?" And like, so I just started putting the scante in her food. And, and she was like eating up and she'd get all tweaky and next thing I know she lost like 125 pounds but she was taking apart all the shit in her house and no, no, she's she was putting to...
2: putting curtains up and looking out she's
0: like they're coming for us Rudy well, she thought who Kona... the fuck's coming for us
2: she thought Kona was talking to her that's
0: right dog. That Conan O'Brien she's like he's, t- he's inside the TV I had to take
2: it apart I was like fuck bitch that's the last TV grandma gave us that TV was that before or after she cut her leg off
0: I don't like to talk about her cutting her own leg off because she thought there were bugs in it, but you know. <laughs> it's dope. She got like a she got like a, a, a fiberglass fucking oh. pirate leg, nice. <laughs> and then <laughs> and she just like gets sponsors, Marinello School of Beauty, it's all in that shit.
2: Did she go to Marinello? Was she uh...
0: <laughs> no? What?
2: I thought she was a, a nest a She's
0: age. a no. That's what I. She's alumni, dog. That's how her fucking eyebrows look so so dope all that time.
2: With the scrunchy hair? (laughs) What? What'd you say, fool? What'd you say, you white-ass
0: motherfucker? (laughs) With her scrunchy hair? With her scrunchy, scrunchy, scrunchy bunchy hair?
2: All right, Rudy. All right, man. Are you, uh... You're doing well though. Dude. You're loaded today, but Emily, do you have any do questions? Wanna, uh, do you wanna, if, if I
0: could break character for a second, do you want to know how hard I had to try to try to grow a real mustache? And oh, forget how many it. times Drew and I had a conversation off the air. I was like, "Do you think it'll ever work out for me?" I don't think But now I got this fucking majestic brocha, it's beautiful I, dude.
2: I Rudy, do you have any questions? Emily's here. You always liked Emily. Any questions for her?
0: Hey, um, Emily, mm. I'm fe- I got a real question.
3: I'm here for you. I like to provide,
0: Baby. um the pleasure with my tongue uh-huh. you know for my wife because i know that that's like uh important you know what i'm saying uh-huh. but sometimes i feel like um i can be too aggressive because i'm all charged up you know and i'm like a man you know, I, i'm an aztec warrior
3: yes you and are like, yes you are really.
0: so I, I feel like you know she's telling me because she loves me like all oh, this good but i feel like sometimes i might be going a, a little too hard in the paint you know like
3: Probably going too fast. Should, is it slow better it to just like slow.
0: pump them brakes? My
3: best sex advice ever, my top if someone's like, give me one tip, it's to go five times slower. You're probably going way too fast. She didn't even know you were there. That's the thing with women and arousal. We're so different than men. Like that's why it's so, all this stuff is so confusing, but it's like we're not even turned on and you're down there doing stuff or you came in with a boner and we're like, I was just texting, I was finishing doing something. We're, sex is the last thing on our mind. All right. So I should slowly move towards
0: Here's another question. Yeah, like Rudy? Emily, you can get it. It doesn't apply to me now because my wife is so beautiful and fit. Uh huh. But like in my past, and I'm sure like all the vatos out there listening have been there. But you go down there to provide the pleasure with your tongue, mm-hmm. and there's a little bit of fupa. There's like a there's a panza, and it.
2: What's do you... already hey, Rudy, is the difference a fupa and a panza? Nah. Same thing. is yeah, like, a big fupa. That's right. Like, oh, okay, got
0: it. Like, so... <laughs> and you, like, is it better to pretend like it doesn't exist? Or is it nicer to, to like, just to, like, you know, put it like a dog's belly, you know, it's just kind of push it back?
3: Make love to Oliver. From a,
0: go- from a girl's point of view, I know you ain't got no fupa because you're all thin, but...
3: No, I think honestly like I thought <laughs> typically men are not thinking, hopefully you're with someone cuz this is what women are worried about we're like if you're with you're sitting there thinking about our football then you been with her too nah, long No 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 I'm
0: th- I love like, guys, all like, women I'm so are beautiful I happy to be
3: in I'm not going that labia the left labia was longer than the right labia like guys the I'm question
0: is yeah. is it better to just like pl- you know power through or does a woman mind if you if you like I go ahead and like do some action I May mean, get I think, some turtle wax or some shit.
3: Is, I think you could, you know, case just see how she feels, see how she reacts. Right. Forget the you turtle know, wax. Do no so turtle wax. And it's a part of her, you know? Love that, love the fupa. Rudy, really, yeah. are you
2: still working? At J- yamba juice? juice. Yeah, come yeah. check me out. Yamba juice. You're the that uh, cat that was grandma calls it yamba juice.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, my abuelita does the same thing. She does. Yeah, Is she I okay
2: say, now? She was in a coma last time we talked. That's
0: right. Well, not a coma as much as just like she was baked out of her mind. Oh. <laughs> and like, cause uh, same ma, same. Ma, we were we were watching the Raider game and her pad and hotboxing and shit. And next thing we know, we look over and we're like, oh, I think your grandma's dead. And we just put my we put my fucking looks on her. And we left her, like, what are we going to do? Well, but you... then she came back, like, we're like, oh, fuck. That's good. She's all good now, right? Check out, uh, your grandma's like Jesus. She just came back.
2: All right, Rudy, thank you for spending some time with me. Appreciate it. Oh, well, no problem, fool. What's going on out there? Oh, I want to show Mike some stuff. Is Mike around? Uh, Let me get him. Okay. <laughs> Gary, can you help me show something to Mike? i uh, Mike's been giving me endless crap about I, I'm so sick of the roads here in Los Angeles uh, and uh, as my FU to the city government is I want to fly in a fuck you <laughs> you in an Uber drone or some kind of drone so Dr. Mike,
0: Drew needs help Every single day to work the phones at the radio station, and you, I'm going to trust you to fly an aircraft well,
1: I,
2: in, in
3: the sky. Well, I want you to phones are hard. Phones, are hard. phones are hard. I tried those phones. You. I want
2: you to look at some of them, Gary. Can, is this going to be impossible, or can you can you show us just a little? Just give us bit, a second here. A taste out. of what these uh, drones are going to look like. I, I just think that the, the roads are such a mess in Los Angeles. These poor people that are suffering in the fires right now are, are just. A great example of how we can't even handle an emergency in this town because our roads don't work even when there's not an emergency. We need to get to the skies. That's it, man. That's all I, I'm saying. No. 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 As crazy Just as Just play There Tra- we go. Listen to me. Watch. Listen. Watch. Watch. Behold. 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 It's a little big.
0: Yeah, as you can tell, technology's really good to us. <laughs>
2: Fuck you. This one's a little big. I think so. It looks a little, it looks a little like... I don't know. I imagine something lighter weight and easier. Listen to me. What? They've got them in Dubai. It's happening. Oh, well, everything that happens in Dubai is something we should adopt. <laughs> well, this it's we should. Insane. It's insane. Listen happened. to
0: me. It's yeah. Great. As, cra- as horrible as traffic is, the way that we all seem to manage on the roads is amazing. Look. Just look. It, the fact that it's not Mad Max. It's not pure chaos. We have figured out a way to make it work for us. Why do you want to throw a wrench in the system? We can go inches away from each other, 80 miles an hour on the 405, and somehow it's like... Same
2: thing will happen. It'll all be be Google-driven. Nope.com. You cannot do that. You know why? You can't put lanes in the sky. But it will all be driven by computers. We'll never run into each other. It'll be perfect. It'll be great. It'll be... The future is upon us. I live in Venice. Yeah. Google.
0: The Google South is in Venice. Uh Okay. I watched a fucking robot car crash into a wall. I watched it with my eyeballs. A bunch of dudes named Pishtar and Hindai come out and they're like, we've been working on this for three years. It's amazing. We're at the top of the field. Boom. Right into the side of Gold Gym. Well, like so day. fuck you and it's fuck your computers around. driving. Right. It's amazing. We finally got to do it. Yes, traffic oh, sucks. Look okay. That. Look at that.
2: Come on now. That's the future. That is the future. Okay,
0: and we just, we just magically have a bunch of places to land? <laughs> look, look, it's on the road. Just ma- I under- Listen to me. Listen to me. Yeah. Fucking asshole bawling out of control <laughs> living on a compound. Not everyone's going to be like, oh, yes, let me have this. Let me go out into my backyard that's a field and just get my fucking drone and then land at work. I mean, Jesus Christ, what happens if you work at the AT&T store? You're just going to fucking...
2: <laughs> I'm coming in for a landing you dick you fucking pretentious okay. cocksucker okay well I'm just saying I, I'd like to look to the future that's all I'm saying Emily I with like, me on this Thank I hate you.
3: driving I would do any of this I don't care driving is not you you don't know how I how I drive this. too
2: fantastic thanks for the yeah, support like they have Blade they have what? Blade it's, it's like Uber for helicopters for like a zillion dollars it's ridiculously or, expensive yeah. but do you expect that your, your your robot chauffeur to be cheap? I think it's gonna be safe and cheap yes yes
3: I do I do.
2: That's I do. It's my fantasy. No? You don't think Does anybody
0: so? Does oh. anybody enjoy driving?
2: Yes, I do. Okay. On, on roads that work, on real roads. Dope, yeah. All right, listen. Hey, last questions. Here we go. We're going to finish this thing up. Where are you? Yes, sir. Go ahead. First
0: time you guys live. Um, you live more. Yes. Yeah. What was your guys' most memorable open forum? Uh, for love line. Mexican superstitions. Oh, it's the best. Shit's the best. It never gets old.
2: Yeah. Such as?
0: Oh wait. Oh no. No. Oh, like throwing, yeah. No like, Mexican superstition is the best. Like for pure fun. But the most fascinating one was
3: celebrity sh- that people. The shit like. you did. Delayed. And to, no. To did you lied to your partner about things
0: you did instead yeah. of just breaking up. And like five people fake right. their death. Yeah.
3: Right. <laughs>
2: And dudes were like, "Oh,
0: I'm, I joined the Marines. I'm going to war." They were lying.
3: Yeah. I'm like, "You really? That you? What?" And we th- don't know how to communicate. There's th- just a communication breakdown sex. between men and women. That's the real problem.
0: Celebrity
2: yes? sexual Ce-
3: encounters. Celebrity sex stories are awesome. Oh, yeah.
0: I, I, I'm just getting excited <laughs> thinking about it.
3: It was fun. When it was amazing.
0: What oh, are oh, you no, talking? It's no, a no, great no, one. That I'm I Michael Kane. Michael Kane banged a hooker at Tom. Not hooker. Just some kid. Some no, kid.
2: she. She Craigslist.
0: Oh, okay, you're right, you. you're right, I'm sorry. It was like... At yeah, oh, Chuck it was... E. Cheese? No. no, at Tommy's, Tommy's. Oh. in Eagle Rock. Oh, okay. And motherfucker Rolls pulls, Royce. pulls up in Somebody... a Rolls Royce to Tommy's and just bangs it out in the parking lot. And he's like, oh, I'm Michael Caine, thank you.
2: Shit. Didn't you say they had the door open? If they found... I'm Alfred in Batman, that was great. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I want to thank... Oh, is there a question? Go ahead. Yes, all three triplets. Yeah, Repeat the question. There was like a non-contact thing against Oh I Oh, did you, did, did you put that on Twitter? Because somebody just said, tweeted about that today. Um, no, no, what I said was I, I went to Amherst College. One of my sons went to Amherst College. And it's a super progressive you know, place. And it usually is like a couple years ahead of everybody in terms of what starts to happen in the country. We start having that stuff socially before it gets hits the, you know, the rest of us. And, worse than Berkeley? Yeah, it just it's, it's not not in the kind of activism in the sense of the social structure okay. and what right. they're thinking about. Like I remember the first time I heard of apartheid was on my campus. So it was 1970, whatever, and I was like, "Well, this is interesting. What's this? I've never heard of it." And then we were demonstrating, only place in the country that was demonstrating about it, but but. He was saying to me that he was fearful to interact in any way with women, especially if they were holding wow. a beer or Very they'd quick, he'd had a drink. Impossible. Would not even talk. So it, any interaction was fraught with wow. misinterpretation. Could be misinterpreted. I'll just forget it. I'm just not even going to. And that's one of the untoward effects of the harassment right. issues. People are avoiding each other. People in positions of authority aren't getting to know. Say a male isn't getting to know women. Who could moving up because he's not able to spend time alone and getting to know them. So there's, there's some untoward consequences. Yeah, and we're we have, still
3: in it, though. That's the yeah. thing. It's like, right. I've been, my brain's going like, how oh, can I get on my podcast and talk about blowjobs and yeah, all this really stuff going on in the world? We need to solve it, but how, we're still nice. in it. We're how do to, you... I will still talk about blowjobs and oral sex. It yeah, boring? it's fantastic. It how, is. How, it's how pleasure. Do it is. That's what I'm saying. I want to bring back the pleasurable part of sex. Well, no, how, how, being,
0: how do we usher in an entirely new way of men treating women in this country without completely suppressing men's desire to even be around women, like... It sounds like some college. It, it, I think it, there
3: needs to be understanding It of needs to of get men. worked
2: through. I mean, that was like part of the work that was then, and now we're all dealing with and thinking yeah, about we're it. we're all in it together. It should, it should be, but it should be based in awareness, not fear.
0: You understand yeah, what I'm yes. saying? Like, the idea of
2: No, a little bit of fear is going to be necessary to keep it top of mind. You're not going to be thinking well, about it. A civil, little bit fear.
0: Was the civil rights movement in any way about fear? No, it was just about a completely... Eventually, there this was a was progression of... It wasn't as if they're like, well if we let them go to school with us, yeah. I mean, I'm just scared to be around them.
2: All yeah. right, last questions. Yep, back here. Santa Rudy theme song.
0: I forgot the Santa Rudy theme song. Santa, S- oh, Santa, it's like Santa Baby, right? Santa no, Rudy. I, I'll sing
2: it. Santa. A little acapella. All right, we'll sing on the way out. I just want to let Emily know I've got a couch for sale. Okay,
0: that gentleman, that gentleman said, I want to let Emily know I have a couch for sale because Emily... Is so amazing. She let us know that she put up a, po- a post to Come sell on. a couch on eBay or on Craigslist, Craigslist and then banged the dude when he got there.
3: That is not true. But
2: I went a on a date with him and
3: then I banged him. Last question. On the couch. Yeah. <laughs> not that it matters. Wait,
2: hold on, Emily. Hold on. <laughs> You're Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes, it's going to go back up. Uh, your third trimester. I hope you're independent women. Third trimester is going to go through the roof, and then the first year it's going to go back down again. And that's when you got to be it's, a father and a and a husband, and you know that's going to be your priority. Is but, that
0: your boyfriend right there? Yeah. Oh, congratulations. congratulations! Congratulations to you. I will say this, and I'm not just trying to, to support your boyfriend and make him look cool. Be so thankful that your situation is going in that direction, because far too often. Dudes get a girl pregnant and then he, they become an, an, a weird anathema because they're like, become you, this fragile baby them. maker instead yeah. of a woman. Yeah. And so the fact that he now has had his libido increase is a very good sign. It's a good sign, sign for should, you and you your know. relationship.
3: So. And intimacy is still important. If you're not actually having sex, you know, cuddling, holding hands, giving him a hand job, whatever.
2: So we're going to wrap this up. going we wrap this up, we're going to ask, go ahead, real yeah. quick. Go ahead. Rube.
0: No, she was just a friend of my cousin's. Yeah.
2: Repeat the question.
0: Yeah, I'm not, she's not in my life at so all. The question is
2: Is the friend of the cousin still in your life? No, no, not at all. This is, nice. I doubt it. Is the cousin still? Your cousin's still around.
0: Yeah, she's still alive. I mean, she, she moved somewhere else. But you wouldn't, yeah, you don't have you know, a, okay. does she know this happened?
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. She wants you to lay down. We're going to do a little therapy. Session. No, we're
2: going to get going. Know. We're going to wrap this thing up. We thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Thank you for supporting KBC. Yes, Thanks thank for you. For coming out to see us. We appreciate you guys being here very much. We're going to hang out afterwards, and, and talk, take pictures, whatever. And Rudy's going to sing us out. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I guess it sounds like Santa Rudy. I want you to get me fucking presents and shit, and I hope it's dope. I hope I get tres for, this for my fucking luxurious hair and maybe a hairnet for my wife when she cooks me chorizo because her fucking pube black hair is always in my food. <laughs> and then buy me some fucking new Nintendo games because I'm getting tired of playing Zelda with my kids. Even when I'm big, that shit gets boring. And... How come Santa has that dope ass beard and he doesn't ever fucking get sweaty when he comes on chimneys?
2: Okay, Rudy. Thank you. Thank you, Emily. Second time we check out there. Check us out at KBC7 Thank you guys. Appreciate it. for calling times and topics follow the show on twitter at dr drew podcast that's d-r-d-r-e-w podcast the music from today's episode can be found on the swinging sounds of the dr drew podcast now available on itunes and while you're there don't forget to rate the show The Dr. Drew Podcast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana and Gary Smith. For more information, go to drdrew.com. All conversation and information exchanged during the participation in the Dr. Drew Podcast is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or medical advice or direction. Nothing on these podcasts supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Although Dr. Drew is a licensed physician with specialty board certifications by the American Board of Internal Medicine and the American Board of Addiction Medicine, he is not functioning as a physician in this environment. The same applies to any professionals who may appear on the podcast or Dr. Roger Dr.